0: It's been a while since we have done a Serial Killer episode. Uh, How do you feel about that?
1: I don't feel anything because it's your favorite. I know you are sad about that.
0: I am not actually sad because I think the last one we did was on uh, Otto Shankar. And that was back in December. But I think the wait was worth it because we have come across something really good.
1: Good as in good story, right? Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, in the sense like it's really bad, but the story is really good. So uh anyway um i had read this article on uh, the hindu business line dot com about serial killers like you know how uh, they did a study on like 55 serial killers uh, from the us and they figured out that uh, there is a hunter and gatherer kind of model uh, that prevails in serial killers so the males they are the hunters and uh, the female serial killers are the g- gatherers so the thing is like Males, they actually uh, kill people to support their this mo- with the motive of, you know, sadistic gratification. And on the other hand, uh, women do it just, you know, because uh, they want to like gather things. So what they do is like they work on their confines and, you know, kill people. So uh, this time, I think uh, this episode, probably if you are a Malayali, you would have already known uh, who we're going to talk about. So there is this sens- sensational case which has come up like over the past 2 weeks uh, which is in cory code and it's about jolly joseph who killed uh, 6 of her family members over the past 17 years so that's what we're going to talk about <music> welcome to another episode of right and geek show we are your hosts shankar and vishnu And this week, uh, we are going back to the Serial Killer series and uh, we have Jolly Joseph from Cory Code. Not here. I mean, in the sense, we are going to talk about her. (laughs) Remember Cyanide Mohan? Absolutely.
1: I do remember him.
0: So, uh, we did an episode on uh, Cyanide Mohan, which actually got a lot of, you know, positive comments. So, the thing was like, we did that o- uh, almost like a year and a half ago.
1: Uh, Is it a year and a half already?
0: Probably, I'm not really sure. I'll ha- <laughs> We'll have to look it up, but it's at least one year ago. And uh, I think it was in Jan or Feb or somewhere around that period of time that uh, one of his cases, uh, uh, which was, you know... Going around on in the court, and he got one more life imprisonment uh, term. During that time, we saw a spike in the downloads on that episode. And uh, you know what? Uh, that was a peculiar episode because uh, it's not that easy. I don't know. Like uh, there are not many serial killers in uh, the country in India compared to like uh, Western countries, especially the US. Or maybe
1: not many are getting caught.
0: Maybe that's the thing. But yeah, uh, there is a trend, you know, where. Uh, things are pretty much you know a little bit better in the sphere of you know killing people and all in the country so yeah cyanide mohan was a, it it was a sensational case and uh yeah uh and also because the, the the modus operandi like he used to use uh cyanide to kill his victims that was like something from fiction right you know you just read about those kind of stuff I think uh, even Agatha Christie had written a series which is like similar to that. Sparkling China, right? Yeah. So uh, you know, this is like right, right out from fiction. Uh, It's like a book. So uh, yeah, I was actually wondering, you know, do we have any of these kind of stories or like some serial killer thing which we could talk about, you know, uh, for the next. Series And here we are, we have found someone else, which is uh, Jolly Joseph from Code uh, She was, uh, you know, uh, arrested because it said that, you know, she has killed six of her family members.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting that we are doing it right now because most of the serial killers that we have discussed, uh, the case has come to some kind of a closure, right? Either um, they've been caught or something else. But this is an ongoing investigation and every other day there is something new that comes out.
0: Yeah, this is uh, kind of like a current affairs, actually a current affairs, you know, thing. and uh, the the issue is like, you know, I actually thought about it quite a few times before doing it because I didn't know if we could do justice uh, if we talk, when we talk about the story. But, you know, I still don't know if we would be able to do that because we don't have all the information, all the things we have heard is from the media and, you know, people who have like heard about it. So we, I still don't know if we can do justice, but, you know. Uh if we don't do it, who will do it? So uh, let's get into the case uh, diary, right? Absolutely. There's no case diary. I just have a note. <laughs> so the thing is, yeah, jo- Jolly Joseph, she is 47 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually from Iduki. And okay. uh, after marriage, she moved to Kodikod uh, in this uh, village called Kodathai. Yeah, yeah, I still have issues pronouncing it. As per her, as per the neighbors and people who know her, she is supposed to be like you know one of the perfect uh, daughter-in-law, one of the perfect mom, one of uh, one of the perfect you know wife. Uh, but uh, when people got to know about you know such a she she had this kind of a mask, it was a shocker for everyone. So uh, let's uh, getting into the murders, like uh, the first murder happened in 2002 mm-hmm. it was her mother-in-law and her operandi was like you know she'd uh, use cyanide and kill her victims so so there's like one major similarity between her and uh, cyanide Mohan mm-hmm.
1: so what was the reason for killing mother-in-law was there, was there a fight or something is it no, a no, no, domestic no. problem a-
0: as I told you like she lived an ideal life When you look from the outside, but the thing was like her motive was supposed to be, you know, uh, she was angry about, you know, her life, Mm -hmm. not being able to live her life the way she wanted. And uh, And what was it that she wanted? Because she wanted money and she wanted, you know, the perfect husband, you know, the perfect life. So, uh, her motive... The
1: things that don't exist. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, and killing someone will get you far away from uh, your perfect life, Absolutely. right? So So, uh, also she she was like behind the kind of property that her uh, in-laws owned. Those are the reasons listed, uh, you know, as her motives. And uh, the first murder, as I told you, was uh, it happened in 2002 and it was her... Uh, Mother-in-law, Anama. She was like 57 years old. And uh, the second one was uh, Anama's husband, husband, which is uh, her father-in-law in in 2008. And then uh, it was her husband, Roy Thomas, who was 40 years old in 2011. And then again, uh, Anama's brother, Matthew. Who was 68, and he was killed in 2014. So the 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 way they died, it's all similar. They had apnea, and they started you know foam started coming out of their mouth, and they had the sudden death. You know they just fall and die. So the issue was that uh, this post mortem mm-hmm. autopsy was not conducted on Anama or. Tom Thomas, Mm -hmm. Uh, so we still don't know, you know, what uh, how they died, but uh, yeah.
1: So there was no investigation at all. People thought it's a natural death.
0: Yeah, uh, they actually thought it's a natural death, but uh, in the case of Roy Thomas, uh, the thing was like Matthew, the person who was killed in 2014, Anama's brother. uh, He actually made them conduct an autopsy. uh, Autopsy. So uh, they figured out that his system had some kind of cyanide, but. They brushed it out because uh, it is said that he had a lot of deaths and he had depression and uh, he committed suicide. So even though he had cyanide in his system, they thought, you know, it was actually a suicide. But And no one actually conducted any investigation uh, regarding where he got the cyanide from. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, the issue crept up when uh, uh, Roy's brother, Rojo, who's living in US, uh, got like a document uh, stating that the property which was in the name of her in-laws their uh, Rojo's parents which is uh, Jordi's in-laws it's been written out to her right so uh, that's when you know a doubt started creeping up but even before that they had some kind of doubt because everyone's dying you know through the same way and the only thing connecting all these uh, three deaths were one woman, mm-hmm. so they had their doubts. So when this thing happened, when this uh, document arrived at their uh, doorsteps, they were like, you know, something is fishy. We have to investigate. That's when they started investigating, and uh, yeah. So these are the deaths, and uh, these are the first, uh, you know, four, uh, three deaths, four deaths which uh, happened in that uh, family. So talking a little bit of a uh, jolly, like, uh, as said, uh, she was supposed to be, you know, one of the perfect, uh, one of the perfect daughter-in-law, but the thing was like, uh, she said that she's working in NIT and she's drawing like a salary of around like, you know, uh, 65,000. She started out as a t- temporary staff. Then she was promoted to, uh, a permanent staff. That's what she said, uh, to, said, to whom? Yeah, said to her husband, you know, and her, she's, she was married twice. Okay. So she told her... Both the husbands that she is working in NIT Calicut and uh, she draws a good salary. And uh, but the thing was like she'd go in the morning, leave home in the morning, and come back late in the evening. Some days even in the afternoon. But uh, there was no other, you know. Uh, even even some days she'd uh, receive calls saying that you know it's a it's a colleague and she'd be talking on the phone. But when Rojo he had some doubts about it and he conducted an investigation on his own. He came to. Uh, quote, record and he went to NIT and uh, you know asked them inquired about this thing and they got to know that she was not actually a staff of that place and uh, they came to know that she was actually she actually rented a place which is near uh, NIT like an apartment and she'd go there or she'd be like roaming around in some beauty parlors or like some other shops so she had she was actually leading a double life for like all these years so the murder spree was like for like 17 years and you never you still don't know like we still don't know like how long this nit gig was going on for so uh yeah so when they got this document it was it's actually a false document saying that you know all the property in the name of the in-laws and her husband is transferred to her uh, her name that's when they actually felt that okay something is wrong and after roy's death after matthew's death uh they had this uh cousin named shaju and he was married to silly and uh, he had a daughter named alphine a l p h i n e i don't know why people name kids you know all those names well uh so yeah they were like first cousins of roy and uh suddenly like in 2014 alphine died in a similar way She was a two-year-old girl and she died in a similar way. But no one suspected anything. And two years later in 2016, Sili also died in a similar way. She was at a medical store and she just fell and died. So, And after that, uh, in 2017, uh, Shaju and Jolly got married. So, there were like a lot of things happening, which was like, you know, uh, people couldn't comprehend, okay, uh, marrying first cousin, you know, their wife and daughter dying. So, it was like a, a situation where everyone was suspicious, but still, uh, jolly being jolly. <laughs> they were like, okay, they, they just brushed aside and felt like, you know, she. You cannot suspect her of doing such a kind of thing. And over that, she was like very religious. She would attend Sunday Masses. She'll be like a regular there meeting with people, you know, having a good jolly time. So that's a brief about, you know, jolly as a person. But uh, yeah, no one actually knew for like 17 years that she was leading a double life. So where did she get the cyanide from? So, uh, there was this, there is this jeweler named uh, Praji Kumar who was in the, uh, who had a jewelry shop in the vicinity. So, she went there and, you know, got the cyanide like back in, you know, at least before 2002. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, when the police questioned this guy, he thought, he said that, you know, he actually thought she was uh, getting it, you know, to kill rats using cyanide. Kill rats using cyanide. uh, that's something you know I, I can't even
1: think about it isn't that a little bit of an overkill for rats
0: okay fine that's fine you know uh he actually thought that she wanted to like kill uh, rats but uh he would have got to know that there were like six uh deaths mm, exactly. which happened in the maybe he doesn't family. he
1: doesn't want to bring that up so that you know he'll also be involved in the murders right I
0: oh so it's like kind of you it. know uh, he's a source of cyanide uh, right he is trapped Okay, yeah, maybe that's the thing. So, uh, yeah, so this is like a brief about her. And, uh, you know, when uh, people have been talking about this uh, case, the one question that has, uh, you know, always come up is that, you know, she's she must be a psycho, right? <laughs> of course. Uh, that's what people are uh, talking about. She must hmm. be having some kind of mental issue. Right. So how would you proceed with this thing? You know, should she you know, be imprisoned for life or should she be like, you know, uh, put in a mental uh, hospital or something, some kind of um, stuff?
1: Yeah, I think uh, that is a very delicate subject. And, you know, I have had this kind of discussions with my colleagues when we talk about these kind of things. And it's very difficult to come to a conclusion uh, as to what should be their fate. Um I feel that it should be a mixture of both, right? You cannot say that someone was mentally ill and, you know, um, just... Uh, get them out of this saying that they should not be punished for it because we don't know uh, to what extent they are saying right not everything uh, i mean they're just they're killing people right what can you do about a person who kills people you just trial uh, try them in the court and you know if the court sentences them they go to jail but i think along with putting imprisoning them they should i'm sure that they i don't know how it is in india but they might needs some mental health uh, help as well. So, that's what I feel. I'm not sure. Uh,
0: but, uh, yeah, yeah, I get your point. But the thing is, like, uh, from my perspective, like, I don't think she should be getting... She should be getting mental help, uh, you know. She should get, you know, all kinds of psychological help and all that. But the thing is, like, I feel she should be punished for what she did... Uh, ...in a way that, you know, is suitable for, like, a normal person. Because uh, she killed six people and... When uh, you know during the questioning and all that interrogation and all that, what uh, the cops were able to find was that she showed no remorse. Mm-hmm. She's not guilty at all. I think
1: that's that's and mostly the case with most of the serial killers, right? Yeah, um, most of the psychopaths. Yeah, psychopaths. So I think in when uh, from their point of view, uh, this is perfectly fine thing to do that's what yeah. makes them different
0: yeah to get what they want they are just choosing yes. a path and you know doing what they are supposed to do kind mm. of thing but yeah but to get what they want this what they want is in this case what she wants the motive behind her
1: uh i think she wants a high life right live comfortably and um luxuriously
0: yeah which is which is like you know something that is a little uh, messed up right because uh, to kill people just to get the high life that she wants it's it's heinous
1: yeah see again uh, this discussion will not end if we keep talking about this because um it's very difficult for us to get into the mind of a psychopath and think the way they are thinking because we have this um our mind has a lot of moral uh, restrictions and boundaries that we have right which differentiates between the right and the wrong at least that is what um, you know keeps us going and keeps us from doing anything similar to that and uh, can we think how how could they you know we, we keep saying right how could they do this but it's very difficult for us to get into their mind and think about oh just for living a high life you will kill like six seven people i don't know yeah. probably will not but for them, it might be something that is perfectly fine to do.
0: Yeah. So what you meant is like their moral compass po- points south. Yeah. They don't and have a moral yeah, compass at so, all. Yeah. So yeah. One uh, example for that is that uh, is that uh, after her uh, husband died, two days later, she was you know chilling with one of her uh, side boy <laughs> in Coimbatore. So there, there's this guy named Joseph. Her he was supposed to be like her colleague or some someone, and uh, you know another. Another important thing that I came to know while researching was that, you know, uh, she actually planned to kill Shaju. Shaju is her current husband. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she was planning to get married to this Joseph. Mm -hmm. And uh, through that, she'll again get some other properties and money which Shaju Shaju has, right? And um, one more thing is that uh, when Alfie died, Mm -hmm. uh, Shaju did not let them uh, conduct the postmortem it seems they he actually uh, you know vigorously went against it and they didn't conduct the autopsy so uh that's also one fishy thing but why should
1: find. someone you know law uh, listen to him i mean who is he to say we should not do autopsy
0: he's the dad okay yeah he he uh, the oh you're
1: talking about the daughter
0: yeah yeah so uh, people are saying that uh shaju might also be involved in this thing mm-hmm. and uh again uh, when it came to he marrying jolly what uh, shaju had told the cops was that you know uh, silly shaju's first wives Brother told, uh, forced him, uh, actually forced him to like get married to Jolly, it seems. Now that uh, the cops have talked to Silly's brother, this uh, brother and family, they're like, you know, we never did that. We were actually against this thing. So, there's like, you know, a lot of aspects which are like pretty fishy. You have mm-hmm. like Joseph, one guy there. Then you have like one Praji Kumar who mm-hmm. provided the sign. Then another person who was arrested is uh, M.S. Matthew. They are like a family uh, member of uh, Jolly. So... It said that all these people are involved, but we still ha- need a lot of information to like figure out what but happened.
1: But I- if a lot of people are involved, what is the, uh, what is this, what are they conspiring against to get the family wealth or, I mean, what okay. is, what I, is
0: uh, it? Okay, I have to rephrase. I they, They're saying that there might be like a lot of people involved. But they for what? Don't.
1: That's my question. That's what, what,
0: for? that's what makes it like such a mysterious case, right?
1: right. I, I get that, you know, Jolly had some, uh, something that she was looking for, but what are these other people involved for?
0: no idea no idea even her uh, son saying that you know son is actually helping them with the investigation uh, he's showing like phone records messages and all that and he's also saying that i don't know if mom can you know carry out this thing alone probably there's someone else mm-hmm. yeah so uh that's where we are right now we have uh this is all we know as of now and uh, i hope like over the next few weeks or months uh you know Things get cleared up and we have a clear idea about the case. Yeah. So
1: whatever we are talking about is what we see in, you know, media and newspapers yeah. and stuff like that. So <laughs> we have no other way of yeah. going and investigation, investigating this case. Neither do we, ha- we have any intention of uh, creating any, um, uh, you know, speculations or stuff. But this is whatever we have said is something that you can find online easily, which is, uh, which is what we do on anyway, a regular basis on this podcast. Anyway. So yeah, uh,
0: next time you're thinking about getting married, Beware. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening.